Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 21st of March and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast Wherever you may be, you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and read the disclaimer there. All right, well, another solid night on Friday night in the U.S. markets, kicking on from that uh, Federal Reserve meeting during the week and uh, finishing the week in style, especially in those tech stocks. This was despite the oil price, or actually in spite of the oil price going up. We saw the Dow Jones close up 274 points, or 0.8 of a percent, 34,755. The Nasdaq up 2.05%, 279 points. Tech is back, baby. 13,894. So a big, big rally again on those tech stocks. S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as we like to say, up 1.17%, 51 points. 44.63, the VIX index, as you would imagine. Not only was it a Friday, so no one wants to buy insurance over the weekend because you've got two days of time decay and no markets open to hedge with, but uh, also as risks seem to be dissipating, notwithstanding the tragic events that are unfurling in Ukraine. But we saw the VIX index down 7.01%, two points to 24. Spy futures showing a rise of 59 points or 0.81% to 7,323. So looking at a relatively good day today, building on those last couple of days of big gains for our market as well and a big week last week as well. Commodities, Brent crude up 0.72%, 77 cents to 107.93. You'll probably be feeling it at the pump at the moment, I know I am. WTI up 50 cents, 104.7 US dollars a barrel, 0.48%. Gold, as you would imagine in this risk on appetite, uh, down $6.30 to 19.29 spot, 30.33%. Iron ore up 3%, just over 3%, $4.45, 151 35 And the Aussie dollar above 74 7408. I've no doubt the experts in the foreign exchange market, there's an oxymoron for you, but I've no doubt the experts in the foreign exchange market will start talking about 75 cent AUD very shortly, and that will probably be the kiss of death of things. As far as other commodities go, on Friday we had copper up 0.7, nickel, funnily enough, down 12%, which is the limit that it can move on the day. They're now changing that to 15%. So I would imagine that on Monday on the LME, nickel will fall 15%. This is a slow motion uh, retrace of its ridiculous levels that it got to. Aluminium up 0.27, zinc up 0.22, lead up 0.31, ton up 2.47%. As a result of all this in the commodities stocks, BHP was up 1.3, Rio up 0.79. We had Freeport down 1%, Alcoa up 2%, 
Tech down half a percent, Anglo up 0.8, Glencore up 0.9, and Vale up 1.9, with Albemarle up 0.95 in the lithium space. Here you can see the S&P 500 pretty much just solid one-way traffic all the way and closing pretty much on its highs. So that's a, a pretty good sign heading into the weekend. And there were no disasters, at least financially, over the weekend. So we have got um, a solid day in store for us today. Major stories on Friday. Uh, just to run through some of the uh, US stocks just before we kick on, though, we did see the tech stocks doing well. Apple up 2.1, Meta up 4.2, Google up 1.7, Microsoft 1.7, Amazon 2.5, Tesla 3.88, and Netflix up 2.5. US banks not really changed that much. And Block. Another amazing rise in block. Certainly no block for that. 9.9% higher. So we'd expect to see Square up pretty strongly today. That will drag our tech sector up as well. In major stories, the Ukraine Zelensky uh, presses Israel for missile defence help fighting rages in Mariupol. Some Syrian veterans ready for Ukraine fight, commander says. And in Krakow rail station, Ukraine war refugees Find care amid chaos. Biden administration rules Myanmar army committed genocide against Rohingya and Saudi Arabia hikes oil investments as it profits from price surge. Federal policymakers say dramatic rate hikes may be ahead. Well, there's nothing dramatic about the pathway that Jerome Powell has laid out with a quarter here and a quarter there. But uh, certainly there's some out there at the moment talking more aggressive rate hikes, Bullard amongst them. But I'm not sure how that will affect the oil price, which is certainly driving inflation. And given the problems that the oil industry has in cranking up that production, it seems, uh, especially coming from OPEC+. Plus. Uh, and after a key bond payments from Russia, tension turns the next due dates. And OPEC plus supply gap widens further as February compliance jumps. And uh, Nike may trip on COVID curds in China. Russian pulls out. What to expect today? Well, obviously, our market is going to be pretty solid today. I would expect to see the industrials and the banks do relatively well. Maybe those... Uh, somewhat muted in the resources with gold obviously under pressure oil and gas stocks santos woodside etc should do well but we should get a bit of a bounce continuing in those tech stocks and also maybe in rare earths and those critical mineral stocks after we saw last week scott morrison hand out some goodies to some of those west australian critical metal companies that uh, are just on the cusp of developing projects. We don't have much on the economic data front today. We've got New Zealand February credit card spending. Hardly going to move the markets either there or here. Uh, the stock 600 index closed one, uh, well, nearly 1% higher. Technology and travel and leisure stocks outperforming. And last week, China's real estate index was up 6.7% on hopes that they may uh, stimulate the economy and wind back some of the, um, the regulations that have been crimping the real estate sector. The Hang Seng Index ended 4.2% higher last week with those good gains in those US stocks also doing well. Tesla, as I said, up 3.9%, so doing well. 10-year yields in the US, 2.15. In Australia, 2.57. That gap seems to have increased dramatically 
in the last week or so, uh, with Australia charging ahead as the RBA dithers and uh, prevaricates in terms of what it's going to do on interest rates. And as we get into the election cycle as well, and we are well and truly into the election cycle, I've noticed a massive increase in the number of ads telling us how wonderful this government has been on a number of fronts. Uh, It's going to get harder for the RBA to be political or to be seen as being political and raising rates during the cycle. So maybe that's what's driving the Aussie 10 years, 2.57, and that Aussie dollar as well, just over 74. That's also dragged money in. And of course, commodity economy that we are, it helps with uh, commodity prices high and pushing higher, with the exception of nickel, of course, that uh, Australian, we are seeing that influx of money into the Aussie dollar. Germany, 10 years, 0.37%. We had a Labour win in South Australia, so that could shake things up a little bit. Loscam, which is a pallet business owned by Chinese private equity, could be on the chopping block. And Ruffy Gaminda talks to private equity about teaming up for an acquisition of that company may have implications for Brambles, of course, the other big pallet company. And at the moment, Brambles have been looking or some have been suggesting that maybe they should float off their U.S. business. There is a big investment they need to decide on in terms of plastic pallets for Walmart going forward. (coughs) LME will raise its daily price limit for nickel trading to 15% from 12% effective Monday. This is a slow-motion fallback to more, um, somewhat more logical prices of the nickel, uh, which should be trading around 24,000-25,000, the experts say. It's currently 36,000, so another 15% will get lopped off tonight, no doubt. Uh, So what's that? Back down to sort of 31,000, 32,000 on um, that nickel price, maybe another day or so, and then we'll get some sort of semblance of support creeping in and some sort of liquidity also creeping in. Macquarie Infrastructure rumoured to be joining in the Unity Games. This is the bid so far for Unity Group. Macquarie Infrastructure could also be looking at that one. And Peak, which is a rare earths company, P-E-K is the stock code there. Chinese backers have uh, bought 19.9% of the company. They have a rare earths project in Africa. Uh, looking Looking at final investment decision there. But Shengzi has uh, bought 19.9% of PEK. Some are suggesting that this is, once again, a move from uh, Chinese-backed companies to actually influence the rare earths business and make sure that it doesn't actually extend much beyond China. So that is interesting there. Some suggesting that the FIRB should be involved in this purchase as it is over 10%, but certainly one to look look out for PEK there. Question of the day today, if you could short one stock in this market, what would it be? What is your best shorting idea in this market? Whether it's an outright short, perhaps, because you hate the stock or you think its prospects are very limited, or whether it's part of a pairs trade. Pairs trade is where you buy one stock and sell the other stock, uh, and both stocks tend to do the same sort of business, same sort of thing. But uh, you're banking on one outperforming the other and taking away some of the market risk by selling one of the stocks against the one that you own. So you're really trying to lock in outperformance of that one stock as opposed to market performance. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts 
ideas and insights over there. You can subscribe to three other streams of Marcus Wonderful Consciousness with the Marcus Today Strategy Podcast from the morning meeting, the On The Desk Podcast, where the uh, the lads in Melbourne uh, get together and talk about all things financial, and the On The Couch Podcast. And last week I was hoping to talk to the uh, MD and one of the founders of a lithium company, Iron Ear, which has a project in the US. But unfortunately, Bernard was sick, so I'm hoping that we'll get to uh, have a chat this week. So stay tuned for that one. And if you're uh, interested in Ask the Analyst, we've got another session of that on Friday, 5.30. You can log in and register on our website. It's always a lot of fun. It goes for about an hour, and I try and answer all or most at least of your questions regarding any stocks, what's going on, sectors, anything really, the meaning of life, you name it, we try and answer it. But thanks very much for listening. Have a great session. Bye.